Welcome to the Dare to Scale show with me, Varsha. And me, Evan. So what is Dare to Scale? Over the years that we've been coaching founders and business owners, much like yourselves, we work through a framework called Dare to Scale. Dare to Scale, indeed. That framework has helped loads of business owners, and that is what this show is all about. So, put on your big picture thinking hat. Oh, and your headphones. And come join us and enjoy the ride. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks for joining us today. How are you doing, everybody? Hi, everybody. Good to see you. Good to see you. So, Evan. Yes, Russia. I have a question for you. Okay. <laughs> How well do you know yourself? Very well. Do you? I think so very well. Who knows me better than me? Your wife. Haha, <laughs> yes, dear. <laughs> what? So how well do you think somebody else knows you? Look, in fairness, very well. Because they see things that, well, my mum always used to say, we don't see ourselves as others see us and, you know, we can't see our own faults. Mm -hmm. Or somewhat yeah. better characteristics. Oh, yeah. absolutely. So it really is about awareness, isn't it? Our self-awareness. Definitely, yeah. So we're talking about this today because today's topic is the Johari window. Johari indeed. Wonderful tool. It is. So the Johari window was developed by two psychologists, Joseph Lufts and Harrington Ingham in the 1950s, would you believe? Long time back. Ah, I just got it. Joe and Harris Joe and Johari. Harry. Joseph and ha -ha. Harrington. Ha ha. Very imaginative. And anyway, so... The Johari window is a wonderful tool to be used as that self-awareness tool. It's a journey of self-discovery. Mm -hmm. And you will hear me say journey of self-discovery several times during this podcast because today's episode, because it really is exploring that unknown about ourselves, if you will. Which is part of the feedback and growing. Part of the feedback and growing and really expanding that area. Mm. They're really expanding that circle. And some yeah. people call it stepping outside your comfort zone, knowing a little bit more about yourself, expanding that awareness circle. Absolutely. I mean, you may have strengths that you're unaware of. Um, you know, it's, it's very easy for people to pick out you know, things that are not quite so good, but definitely strengths. Definitely like you're strengths. very good at seeing potential in somebody. Like somebody in the team is like, that person would be really great at X. Right? Mm. Whether it could be sales, could be some, whatever, right? Yeah. But there's a bunch of things that you see that skill or you see the potential there and those people don't see it for themselves. And when you have the discussion, that's partly what we're talking about here. That is true. It's interesting you were talking about this and I was really saying how we both complement each other that's in true. our strengths as well. <laughs> Boring accountant. So while I am very much that public face, if you will. Yep perfectly comfortable being in front of the camera being in the public eye I'm just <laughs> I'm really very comfortable doing that yes. at the same time and like you were saying I'm great at spotting opportunities as well just not just in people but in circumstances situations and I'm really very quick at spotting opportunities so it is wonderful and we've been through this ourselves haven't we and that's why today we play to our strengths absolutely and we do complement each other and mm. we have come to Accept our strengths and accept our, it sounds like a very corporate language when you say your strengths and your weaknesses and whatever. 
But it really is. We play to our yes, strengths. It's very much complementary. Yes. Um, there are strengths within the, the doing space that I will definitely pick up. There's strengths in the idea space. Right? Ideas come to me a lot more slowly and you run a lot more quickly. But that's a good thing. When we work and we run together, we moderate each other and we head in the right direction at a good pace. That's true. And we came to this after, <laughs> after a <Stop> few. Stop <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's true because we really had to open ourselves up to, first of all, as a couple, we decided to sit down and work on the Johari window for ourselves. Mm, mm, and mm, only mm, when mm. we presenced some of our strengths and our not-so-strengths, if you will, we began to own that space. Definitely. Any couple that works together will definitely run into this problem. Oh, yeah. It really is establishing where the strengths are, but also, oh, look, I mean, this is a separate topic for discussion, but it's also establishing who does what, mm. right? And because you have your strengths, it's a lot easier than to say, you know what, you play in this sandbox area, whatever it is, yeah. right? I play in this one and combined, you know, we're covering a lot more of the business. Yeah, that is true. So let's go back mm. a little bit and actually explain what the Johari window is because it looks I'm like sure the listeners would like we that. are running away with our own little story. We are running away with our own little story. Yeah. So what does the Johari window look like? Okay. So think of this as a two-by-two two table mm -hmm. where the top left cell is called the arena or the public space. The public space, yeah. And the square next to that on the right side is called the blind spot. Okay, so where do I sit in this? Let me explain what the four squares are. Okay, so are. blind spot, yeah. And the square under the public space, uh -huh. so the bottom left square, is uh -huh. called the facade okay. or the private space. Uh -huh. And the bottom right is called the unknown. Okay, great. So public, blind, private, and unknown. That's the one. Uh -huh. So what happens in the public space, or the arena as uh -huh. it's called, is something that you know about yourself. Okay. And people around you also know that about yourself. Ah, right. Okay. 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 So dedicated and they think I'm dedicated. So we yep, both agree. That's the one. All right. And in the blind spot is something that you don't know about yourself, but somebody else knows about you. Okay. Yeah. Fine. So it's like feedback, right? It's like feedback. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So I think I'm very open and accommodative. Okay. And many times I'm told, actually, you're very assertive. So it, it could be a similar, okay, fine, yeah. So it's just the different perceptions. It's different perceptions. And also it's fairly contextual. So while when I am in the team space, mm -hmm. so when I am showing up as a leader of my team, I'm actually putting the team in front and my team knows that and that's how we function. Okay. So if there is something, a decision has to be taken, I ask for the team's opinion and it's on agreement and feedback. But when I am in this space, we are individually developing something. I am very much my own master and I want to do it my way. Mm -hmm. So again, it's very contextual. But what I'm getting at is so something that you know about yourself. Mm -hmm. No, but something that you don't know about yourself, but somebody else does, goes in the blind spot. Okay. So it comes to your awareness. It comes nice. to your awareness. And something that you know about yourself and you have chosen not to share it with someone else, 
goes in the facade or the private space, yep. which is the bottom left square. Yep. And something neither of you know or no one knows goes in the unknown square. So that all makes nice sense. And mm -hmm. um, so you're aware of things, not aware of things, all of that. So that's fine. So that's a lovely theory. Yeah. What next? We'll come to that in just one minute. Remember that this Jahari window can really be used as that journey of self-discovery mm -hmm. again. Mm -hmm. In most areas of your life, once you know that this concept, once you know about this concept, mm -hmm. just by listening to this concept as we talk about this today, we have already brought to our awareness this model. So it's a possibility. It's a yeah. possibility. Mm -hmm. Because we mostly, most of us on this beautiful earth, go about life thinking, well, I know everything and I am who I am and I am an open book. We very rarely are an open book. Certainly not. No. That's true. So just by listening to this, just by getting to know about the Jahari window, we have peeled that onion layer. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah? So this pretty much will bring about changes in your relationship, your feedback and how you choose to share and what you don't choose to share and mm -hmm, whatever mm -hmm. yeah. in all areas of your life, be it with your spouse or your partner mm -hmm. or your extended family or your different sort of networks that you hang out with and most importantly in your business. Well, of course, and that, that's why we're teams. here. Yep. That's why we're here because the minute you play with this in your company, you just watch how strong those conversations become, how clear those communications become, how people begin fearlessly owning that space. Yeah. Because you have presence something that maybe people didn't want to bring out. And a little bit more on that as we go along, because mm. I know you have a story to share with us as well about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So a little bit more on what we mean by that. Okay. So let me explain what now so this is like the application of this is like the application so theory, so, you know how to use this in practice you, what do you do with it mm -hmm. this can be a very simple test mm -hmm. and while you can get professionals to come and administer this test across your teams this can actually be done just for you pick the test with your trusted team member mm -hmm. sit down and work through this it's all about half an hour 45 minutes set aside an hour for example with conversations and everything. So what happens? Okay. Out of a the prescribed 50-odd attributes or adjectives, mm -hmm. you choose five or six, six, okay. which are most applicable to you according to you. Okay, so my top five, my top six, whatever it is, this is, yeah. a, I think, dedicated, logical, yeah. whatever. So you pick your top six yep. and you get your team member, whoever you're sitting with, mm -hmm to pick the top six, what they see in you. Okay. Yeah? So you could be friendly, you could be logical, you could be brave, you could be caring, and so on. Mm -hmm. When you're done with the test, you pick the most common ones. Mm -hmm. If there are common ones, okay. there most likely are common ones. And those attributes are written in that the arena or the public quadrant. Oh, of course. Because both people, because you, you both and know. I, both agree that I'm logical, for example. Yeah. So something that you have not picked, but your team member has picked, goes in the blind spot. Which makes sense. Something I'm not aware of. Yep. yep. 
something that you have picked but the team member has not picked goes into that facade. Oh, absolutely not telling you that. <laughs> oh, sorry, I have now. I have now because there's yeah, it's on the list now. It is on the list. And something that nobody has picked, which is the bulk so the rest of, of the that, words, the yeah. rest of the words mm. go in the unknown. So either they are irrelevant they may to be that conversation, but, yeah, but it's just yeah, they don't exactly. apply. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. So again, remember, just so we know we're clear, when you are picking those attributes, something that you think, I am most likely this, will go in the public arena. And the same way your team member said, you are most likely that. Yeah. Or you're most like this. So essentially, like, it's sort of like there's agreement on, on that particular the, the yeah. known space. Yeah. And then there's uh, the feedback and, oh, this is what I'm now That's revealing. So essentially, you're expanding as best you can that public space. Absolutely. Because That's when you take the, the feedback and you've given the sharing, yep. right, the overall public space actually increases. So there's mm -hmm. less unknown. There is less, less unknown. unknown. Yeah. That's okay. exactly what this is. So just so this becomes a little bit more clearer on what that application is. So mm. now you've done the test and now what? And at this stage, I want you to share that story. This was a whole episode in that time, isn't it, in your previous life in the corporate world? Yeah, this, this was quite some years ago. And it was very, very interesting. There was a team member, mm. technically very, very good, yeah, and came across as aloof. Mm. Now, what was interesting was we did this exercise, and the hilarious thing as such was, so I've put aloof, and for him that was in the blind spot. And he shared he was reserved. So... What do you mean by that? So we had a conversation about that. quiet. I think. Yeah, but it was reserved. Yeah. And there was a specific reason for that. And so we, we started talking about that. And in his previous job, yeah. the team were not encouraged to speak up. Oh, nice. So he'd actually learned a behavior yeah. in the previous work. So when it became apparent that that's not how it works here, if you have something to say, it's important you say it. Yeah. Because unless... It's like a question. The only stupid question is the one that's not asked. <laughs> you know what I mean, right? Yeah. So if you have something to say, say it. Yeah. Right? And was waiting for permission to speak. Nice. Seriously. Okay, I understand how some companies can do that. Yeah. So what was aloof to me actually wasn't that at all in right. the end. And right. even though it was reserved, it turned out when, um, when the guy knew he could actually speak, yeah. it negated both of those things and suddenly there was a lot to be said. It's like dude, what happened there, yeah. you know? And it made the world a difference. Yeah. Absolutely did. So it's well worth having yeah. these kind of sort of tests or exercises, right? Just yeah. to get that awareness Conversation, let's just call conversation. it conversation. Yeah, yeah, sure. Because that's what this is. Mm -hmm. And I remember well, how did this even come about in those days? Because that was quite conversation that you and I used to have about this because you would come home and talk about this. You liked that guy. Mm. He was really good at what he did. Mm. You wanted, you knew there was more to him than meets the eye. Mm. And you wanted to explore that. Mm. You wanted to mentor and him. Exactly. So, and that's the point. Yeah. And something else that I remember you used to say is there is that little bit of an imbalance in energy within the team. Yeah. Because the rest of the team were fairly open and unreservedly yeah, some, shared some, their opinions. Yes, <laughs> some louder than they really should have been. And that, again, was a separate conversation. And... The trouble with that also is the louder ones can actually overpower yeah. a good person. Yeah. So there was something there. We had the conversation and the dynamics definitely changed. They changed. You know, and it was for the better. The yeah. entire team benefited. And because it was led from you from the top, 
Mm-hmm. Because you then, during the conversations, actually paused the, a meeting and directed a question at this person and waited for them to actually talk about it. Mm-hmm. So naturally, the message to the team was, there is somebody Involved. else exactly. at the table. Yeah, who, yeah. So, And of course, this was public knowledge and you this was a conversation that you had with the rest of the team. So the dynamic changed quite a Absolutely. bit and that guy has gone on to do great things in, mm. in life after that. Definitely. That is so wonderful. So you really used the Johari window mm-hmm. to put something out there for you both. Yeah. So literally pull the curtain and say, well, let's talk about it. You don't have to hide here anymore. Exactly. And it's so lovely that you did this because this doesn't normally happen in a corporate world anyway. That's true. Well, it may involve HR in a very different sort of context, and it could work out to be a little more difficult than just having that one-to-one sort yeah. of feedback, you know, building your own team. Yeah. And preferably done with the, the person that they work with rather than sitting with somebody else in HR and uh, going through this then, exercise. Then, it, then you don't want to talk. And it's, no, you because know, then it yeah. becomes impersonal. Then it becomes – it takes a different direction when HR is involved in a conversation like this because it, then it's directly related to performance anyway. That's a whole another Absolutely. life that opens up. So within your own team, you can definitely have this sort of framework and it's okay to set the ground rules where open yeah. communication sort of is okay to put on the table. And it's it's about – removing emotion and essentially just having an open, honest sort of conversation. Yeah. And the the same thing, and I think you were also going to mention it, the same thing actually can happen between departments. It does. You know, again, corporate world, oh dear God, you know. I mean, my background is finance, the sort of CFO space, and, you know, working with the sales department used to be quite interesting. Yeah. But then, you know, I don't fully understand what that team needs to deliver. Well, I mean, I know it's sales, right? But how they operate and how they get there is something that's a little bit alien to me, you know. Yeah. In the finance space, oh, you know, sticklers for this, that, the next thing, you know, and that can be really, so really difficult. what you're saying really is describing what certain professions, how do you mold a mindset? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So the rest of the entire company would look at the finance space and go, oh, you know, it's sort of dull and boring. <laughs> but that, and that's fine. I because know. you're dealing with auditors and all sorts exactly. of stuff, and it, like half the rest of the company don't know what. No, and you've got to thing. tally it right down to the last penny. So Absolutely. of course you're sticklers for what no, you do absolutely. because that's what your no. job calls for. And then you know, like I used to work in hospitality, so you know, in the food and beverage department, you had some absolutely wonderful people, people, yeah. right, dealing with the guests and serving coffee and just, you know, I mean, one of the barmen was just incredible. I don't know how he did it, but he got to know individual guests. And when he knew they were coming back oh, wow. and he knew that they liked, I don't know, the, in the UAE it would be the Drive magazine, yeah. right? So it's a vehicle sort of magazine. He would actually go and get it. Out of his own pocket, he'd actually go and buy the magazine. And when the guy rocked up, not only would he have his drink, nice. the drink that that person actually always wanted, he would also have the magazine. So things like that, customer that service. Amazing. It's not so much that it's alien to me. It just doesn't come as naturally. Yeah. You know, so it's part of that sort, Such of, that, a lovely that sort story. of window. Yeah. Anyway, we digress. We do again. So, yes, this can be used. This framework, mm. or this model mm. can be used as groups as well to encourage that conversation, to encourage that transparency, to encourage smoother communication between departments because departments. Of course. If you don't encourage that conversation, if that doesn't flow from top down, from the leaders, very quickly as the company grows or very quickly departments begin to work in silos anyway because they think, well, nobody understands how I work. 
just yeah, as yeah, yeah, of course. You know, just as when we coach or when we run our peer-to-peer boards. Mm-hmm. So many founders, while they know this will be great for them, one of the first things they say is, Oh, but nobody knows how my business runs. No, of course not. And when they're sharing something, I say, well, but I, let, let me give you the 20-minute sort of synopsis of my yeah. business. No, no it, you don't it d- doesn't that. work like that because no. a business, in a way, is a business. It's a business. Right? Same oh. fundamentals, oh, no. different industries. We digress again. So we're coming back to this model and how that can now be used between departments. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you run the same exercise mm-hmm. as a group. Oh, of course. And so two groups run this exercise on each other. And some of the things that, that are brought out into the sunlight mm-hmm. are just so wonderful when teams suddenly start seeing a wholly different perspective about the others. Yeah. And magic. I have seen magic Absolutely happen magic. in some of the companies that I have coached as well as a result of this. Mm-hmm. So it's a wonderful, wonderful model to use. Mm. Very, very, very powerful. It is. Nice. Now. Do tell. So for you guys, thank you for listening to the end. And here's a little bonus for you. Head over to datascale.fm slash five. And over there, you will find a little downloadable. Click on that because that will give you, you will find a little downloadable. Mm -hmm. That downloadable will have the list of those attributes or Mm -hmm. those adjectives and the framework for you to print Sit down with that trusted team member and And work on this for yourself. Absolutely. Set aside an hour and just go through this. Have a wonderful, positive conversation. And remember the the point of this to expand that public or arena space, arena box. And what do you do after that? Come back and tell us how it went. Well, of course, that's what you do. (laughs) We do it every time. Come back and tell us how it went. Come back and tell us how it went. It really is. And also... Run the exercise for sure, and maybe also let us know when was the last time you actually positively and actively sought feedback. Oh, that's a nice one. You know, it's quite interesting. So what did I do well and what could go better next time? A simple question like that, because that's part of your blind spot and fixing your blind spot. Yeah. Right? It's all part of the same framework, and let us know when was the last time you actually went and got you that know, feedback. You actually just gave a wonderful feedback framework over there. True. What went well? And what could go better? Yep. And I would say normally what people call that is constructive criticism. I would stay away from calling it criticism of any kind. I agree. Because it's not criticism. While we can decorate it with fancy words like constructive criticism, you are actually criticizing somebody and that's not what is feedback. Feedback is what went well and what could go better next time. No, and if you really want to, you know, get out there, it's actually feed forward because we're not going backwards, we're going forward. Very nice. Very nice. So, yeah, look, it is very, very powerful and it's positive in what you're trying to achieve. Yes. Because there are no failures, there are, there's only feedback. Well, feed forward. Very nice. Even better. So, to recap, come back and tell us how did this exercise go and when was the last time you actually sought that feedback? Nice. And accepted that feedback. I like it. Yeah. Fabulous. Thank you again for listening in. And we will see you next time with a brand new topic and a brand new conversation with me, Varsha. And me, Evan. See you later. See ya. Bye. Bye. Hey, hey, hey. 
Thanks for joining us and listening right to the end. Head on over to daretoscale.fm to subscribe and access show notes and transcriptions. Oh, also, did you know that we have a Facebook page for our podcast listeners? Come join the conversations at daretoscale.fm slash Facebook. Absolutely. Oh, and also remember to give us a five-star review so other entrepreneurs can find this podcast like you and get value to scale forward their business. Fabulous. We will see you at our next show. Bye for now. Bye.